Hello, good morning everybody, or happy whatever time of day you're listening to this episode. Welcome to the Average Feminist Podcast. My name is Libby and I am your host, and today is another solo episode. I'm talking slightly quietly because I think I am the only person who is awake in my house and I don't really want to wake everyone up. The walls are quite thin and they can definitely hear me. Um, So, sorry if this is a bit quiet, you might want to turn the volume up to max and have some headphones in maybe. I'm quite close to my phone so hopefully it's picking it up and it's not um, too quiet, but yeah, I'm sorry if it is. I am also sorry that it has been so long. The last episode came out, oh, give me a second, I'm gonna look it up. Um, I mean, it was definitely a month ago. That is not how to spell. There we go. The last episode came out... Oh my god, it was the Halloween episode. So I didn't even have an episode in November. I am very sorry about that. Um, I have been so, so incredibly busy. Uh, so... I just had so, so much uni work to do. I had like three essays due in a week and I've abandoned every other kind of uni work I needed to do, lectures, seminars, everything to get these essays done. So like I had no time. The UK went back into a national lockdown over November, which was a fun time. Um, And then I've started another job. So I now have two jobs which meant that finding time to record and everything was quite difficult but I'm back now we're about to finish uni for this term this annual year so I will have um I'll have a little bit more time hopefully I'll have no people in the house with me so no distractions no excuse not to come up and record um hopefully we'll be able to get some guests on if you're listening and you want to be a guest message me and we'll see if we can figure something out i will say at the moment i'm kind of i've had a couple of people like ask who i don't know at all like as in i don't even think they follow me they just message me and they're like oh we'd like to be on your podcast and i'm like um at the moment i kind of want it to be more of a friends thing Like, I don't want to be meeting someone for the first time talking on the podcast. So, that's kind of where I'm at at the moment. But equally, if it's an internet friend, I'd probably vibe with that too. So, if you are my friend, or if you'd like to be on the podcast, whatever, message me. We'll see if we can figure something out. It'll be a really fun time. So, since I've been gone for so long, I thought this could be a little like month in review episode type thing there are a couple of things that happened this month that I think are worth talking about um just some are like bigger things some are smaller things some are just little interesting things that I thought could be yeah I just thought might be worth talking about on the podcast little brain starter things so I don't know what order to go. I feel like chronologically we should go... Well, I feel like we should go chronologically. I don't think I'm going to go chronologically. <laughs> the first thing I'm going to have to go onto my Instagram for. 
um, which if you don't follow our Instagram, it is at the average fempod. And we're now at over a hundred followers. So thank you to everyone who follows. Um, it's super exciting. I'm really happy. I I'm obsessed with this Instagram, honestly. Like the aesthetics of it. Oh yes. So I posted something on my story last week. Um, and I was writing an essay on women's contributions to decolonization in the British Empire after 1945 and I kind of noticed when I was writing it um, that when I was referring to the men I would so instinctively refer to them by their last name um, you know like Nkrumah, Garvey I'm trying to think of people but just like in history in general I think like whoever refers to Churchill as Winston it's either Winston Churchill or it's Churchill but I think women is the complete opposite like I think you tend to refer to them by their first name like there's um this woman Hannah Kujo I had to write about for my essay and for a lot of the time when I was writing it I was just referring to her as either like her full name Hannah Kujo or I was tempted to call her Hannah and I was like well why should she be diminished to, I guess, what we would deem as a less informal, less professional status by only referring to her as her first name? It's something that's obviously a lot more intimate. And I I don't know. I don't necessarily have an answer for what that means and some kind of deep dive into the feminism and the sexism and that of why we refer to women almost exclusively by their first names but I thought it was quite interesting anyway and I think it's just something to be slightly mindful of when we write essays or talk about um like influential women who've made a lot of change and stuff I think it's just yeah it definitely after I realized it I kind of kept it in my mind and I was like oh okay maybe I should well like yeah just am I diminishing these women by not giving them the same status as men when I refer to them by their name. So, food for thought. Um, secondly, because it is also quite a small little piece of news, this is the most recent news, I only found this out yesterday, and it is brilliant news. One, like, you know, 2020 is finally bringing us some good news. Elliot Page has come out as transgender, which is incredible. So Elliot Page's pronouns are now he, him, and I'm so happy that he has felt comfortable enough to come out and to show us all who he really is. It's an honour for everyone else when someone comes out and, and lets us in to who they really are. It's a privilege to be able to get to know this person. I mean, we already know this person, but obviously there's a whole... There's a whole side that now they feel comfortable enough, he feels comfortable enough to share, but, you know, they more generally. Um, like, yeah, I just think it's it's incredible, and I'm so happy that he felt safe enough to come out and comfortable enough to come out, and, and I hope, you know, this is one step closer to normalising it for everyone else in society and just... I think it's Brooklyn Nine-Nine that I'm stealing this line from. So, you know, like, full credit to there. I'm not smart enough to make up phenomenal quotes by myself, but I'm pretty sure it's Brooklyn Nine-Nine. 
Captain Hawk, great show if you haven't watched it. Highly, highly, highly recommend. He says, um, like every time the world, every time someone steps out and shows who they really are and you know, like claims their space, the world becomes a better pa- a better place, a more interesting place, a more diverse place, a safer place. I think. Um, you know, if you have one person doing one thing that other people don't like, it's not as safe as if a million people come out, you know. It's harder to, I guess, like, criminalise a million people than it is for one, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, my point is, I'm incredibly happy for him. And just, if anyone didn't know, now you know. Those are the new pronouns. This is the new name. It's incredible. And I've overused the word incredible, but... I'm very excited. I don't know if excited is a weird thing to say or like a weird reaction to have. I just, I like it when the world becomes a little bit more inclusive and yeah, I'm excited for what that could mean for the future and for just normalizing things for everybody. So yeah, those are my two smaller pieces of news I suppose um or just tidbits to think about then we move on to November 3rd 2020 the US general presidential election it's not a general election is it that's what we have in the UK either way it was the US presidential election Trump versus Biden who's gonna win Ooh, we stayed up all night watching the results as a house (laughs) well I went to bed at like nine ten o'clock and then woke up at two and kind of stayed up then for the rest of the day watching the results um only to be i wasn't say thoroughly disappointed i wouldn't say thoroughly disappointed i'd be thoroughly disappointed and angry if trump won but obviously if you followed the election at all you know it was a slow win the election was on tuesday well yeah people voted on tuesday results started coming out what is Tuesday night in the US, Wednesday morning in the UK. Uh, didn't get the actual called winner until Saturday. So Biden is now president-elect. He did win the election. He won the Electoral College, um, which is brilliant. Obviously, it's great not to have Trump in anymore. We needed to get him out. Um it was a very, very happy result, and it kind of was so exhilarating watching the whole time, and, like, for days, people were like, I think Biden might have it, and I was like, please don't get my hopes up, I can't if Trump wins now, it will break me, um, but Trump didn't win, and Trump has finally kind of conceded, he hasn't said that Biden has won the election yet, but he has said that he will step down as president in January or like hand over the presidency so he's kind of admitted defeat but I think he's still standing by the fact that he says the elections were rigged and he just doesn't think that the lawsuits or anything are going to change that and they're all going to be on Biden's side because the elections weren't rigged funnily enough um when we're in the middle of a pandemic and people want to not vote in person because they don't want to spread a virus so they vote in the mail which is you know like democratic voters tend to be a lot younger 
And so they would be maybe a bit more savvy on this. I don't want to generalise older people. Like, they for sure can be worried about the pandemic and voting too. My point is, essentially, a lot of the mail-in voters were very young people and they tend to vote Democrat. And also Trump so discouraged his own followers from voting in mail because he thought that that wouldn't work. He didn't think it was a good idea and he told them to go vote in person on the 3rd of November. So when all the mail-in ballots were still to be counted and they were all Biden votes and he was like, oh, funny how they're all Biden votes. No, it's not. You told your followers not to vote that way. Um, And the people who generally do vote by mail are younger and so would lean more Democrat. It was silly, but, you know, we don't have to deal with that anymore. I've heard a lot of people say, like, I can't wait for the next four years to just just kind of be normal to not like it's not normal to wake up every day and think what's my president doing what crazy thing has the president of my country now done um and I think it's a valid point like I don't I'm not a fan of Boris Johnson and a lot of things he does but I wouldn't say I wake up on a daily basis and I'm like oh you know what what is Boris Johnson doing now he does a lot of silly things but think he's just a bit of a lesser trump really isn't he they're both racist sexist (laughs) i was gonna say incompetent i don't know if you can even make the argument for incompetent anymore because i don't know but yeah essentially um biden and harris have won it's the biden harris 2020 administration going forward which is very exciting um kamala harris is the first female vice president she is also the first black and indian indian american vice president so a lot of firsts coming in with harris and it's a great thing for women in general this is um the first time any woman has been that high up in american politics obviously there's never been an american president there's never been an american president there's never been a female american president um which blows my mind, but also I guess that's what you get when you vote with the Electoral College. So if you weren't following along with the election and you still are slightly confused and you don't completely know what's happening and everything, obviously it has been a month now because I went AWOL. I did do a full coverage of it on my Instagram, on the on the podcast Instagram, Um, And I put it all under a little highlight. So that kind of has an explanation of the electoral college in general, if you're just confused about how American voting works. Um, I think a lot of it's probably irrelevant now because a lot of it was talking about what happens to get um, Trump out, to get Biden to win, which obviously we're past that point now. Biden has won. But yeah, if you are confused about the electoral college system, which is a voting system in America... Or if you just, I guess, want to relive that fun, fun time for election. Um, it's all on that. I feel like I added something else the other day to it really late. Let me... Oh, no, this isn't going to work, actually, I don't think, because it's an audio. Oh, well, I feel like I added something else to to that story the other day. Maybe I didn't. Maybe that was just something on my own personal Instagram. But yeah, um, 
very glad that they've won but I do also think it's important to recognize and I don't think I've seen enough people recognizing at least in the UK obviously I don't massively follow like a lot of everyday people in America because I'm not from there so I don't know them I don't have friends to follow and everything and see what they're saying but I think it's it's good to be aware that yes it's incredible that Trump's out and Biden and Harris are worlds and worlds better than Trump and Pence and yes it's incredible that Harris is the first female first black first Indian American vice president but I also think it's important to remember that these are still not perfect politicians and just because the people that you wanted to win won whether you voted because you live there or you didn't because you don't if you if you didn't vote and you lived there I don't even know what to say to you um but you know like if you voted for them and they got in that's great and you can be happy but the work doesn't stop there and they're not perfect people they weren't the perfect candidates to be part of you know to run for the democrat party they have a lot of work to do and they've got a lot of poor history with their voting and with their policies um and they're quite discriminatory i guess would be the word i would use in the policies that they've had in the past and yeah i think it's just worth remembering that and keeping an eye out and holding them accountable for things they've done in the past and holding them accountable for things that they will do in the next four years and just remembering that they are human and just because we wanted them to win and they won doesn't mean that that stops there we can still push for change we can still push for better we can still push for not mass incarceration of people and i'm pretty sure there have been some like environmental policies and i'm pretty sure this is also on the instagram highlight if not i will find it and i'll put it on the instagram highlight today like the 2020 us election because it all just feels related um so if it's not it will be if it is it's there so please go and check it out like even if it is just a really kind of brief nod in depth instagram post just to make you aware just to keep you looking out maybe to spark some ways you can do some further research into all of this because i really do think that it is important we can't just leave it you know like yeah that essentially and i guess in a kind of similar fashion over here in the uk i mean i know that the majority of my audience is from the uk so i kind of always explain things as if they're not but i think that's just because if i don't <laughs> i won't explain anything and people will get confused because obviously like this is just a system i live in and i know that the uk isn't the most paid attention to country in the world in terms of politics and a lot of non-uk people don't completely understand what's going on or aren't completely clued into what's going on so i just tend to over explain things just in case no one knows <laughs> but um yeah our former labor leader jeremy corbyn so labor are one of our political parties they haven't been in power for a while um jeremy corbyn was the head until he stepped down last year because they lost the general election to the conservative party um jeremy corbyn is quite anti semitic and he's been pulled up on this and he was expelled from the party he's just been reinstated but he won't be reinstated as the labor whip and it, it's a similar thing you know like he we all wanted labor to win well we didn't all because they didn't win the election but like my bubble of people 
or wanted Labour to win. We wanted, I guess, Corbyn to be Prime Minister. We didn't. But if Labour won, then it meant that Corbyn would have been Prime Minister. Um, but we were still happy to criticise Corbyn and we were still happy to to keep him accountable for things he's done and to acknowledge that he was not the best leader of the party and that, you know, having him be Prime Minister probably would have been a little bit of a shit show. But it doesn't mean that we didn't want the party and ultimately the party lost and because of that and because they lost so spectacularly, they kicked Corbyn out anyway because, I mean, he just didn't do a lot of good last year for the party. Um, I think it's a similar thing to that though, like, you know, keep Biden and Harris accountable, we held Corbyn accountable, I think it's possibly easier in the UK system, because we don't vote for a president, we vote for a party, essentially, you vote for an MP in a party to get through to try and get that party to win, and you don't have any say on who the Prime Minister is in terms of like the actual individual you vote for the party so a lot of people didn't vote for Labour this election because they didn't want Jeremy Corbyn to get in but I think when you're not voting for him directly I think it becomes easier to hold them accountable and just to say like well we want this party but we just don't want him so let's just switch up who is in charge you know who's the leader of the party um but yeah essentially I think we need to be holding um, our political leaders accountable and we can acknowledge that this is great waves in history. You know, like, these firsts are incredible and they're going to set an example for so many people and it, it's great that they've happened. It's not great that it's taken so long to happen, but it's great that it's finally happened. But we can still criticise their policies and they could still do better and there could still be more of a positive change that could happen because of this so yeah I just think that's worth having it out there um and then I guess lastly this looks like it's going to be a bit of a shorter episode I'm sorry um I thought I feel like I am forgetting one thing I feel like I had another thing to talk about but for the life of me I can't remember what it is and I've looked through and seen if it's something I've put on my stories and I can't find it so if I remember I guess I'll talk about it next week if I don't I'm sorry, or maybe I'm going insane and there was no extra thing. But the last thing that I have to talk about (laughs) is Strictly Come Dancing. So, take of that what you will, it's a bit random. So again, if you're not from the UK, we have this TV programme called Strictly Come Dancing. Essentially, you have um, pairings of professional dancers with celebrities who have like either very minimal dance experience or have never danced before um if it's minimal dance experience it would have been like when they were a kid you know like they're nowhere near professional dancers and essentially every week they learn a ballroom or latin routine and then they perform it and the judges score them and then the public will vote on who they want to go through I hope that makes enough sense. If you're familiar with Dancing with the Stars, I think it's a similar premise to Dancing with the Stars, if not the same premise. Um, so this year, 2020, is the first year I've properly sat down and watched it, to be honest. Like, I've semi-followed the show for a few years. I've seen dancers here and there. 
I'm I love dance so much um so it doesn't really make sense why I haven't watched it and my mum and I have always wanted to watch it but I guess we've just never actually sat down and followed it for the however many weeks it's on um at this point we're up to the quarterfinals are this Saturday Ooh. um so it's been going on probably since mid October I know it's mid August which is ridiculous mid October maybe um and I don't even know if I can tell you how many couples there were to start with actually not really relevant anyway the point is um one of the contestants I wanted to talk about specifically was Maisie Smith I think her name is Maisie Smith I'm going to google this really quickly because if I've got her name wrong um well she's partnered with Gawker anyway oh it is Maisie Smith okay um yeah one of the actresses on the show one of the celebrities on the show is actress Maisie Smith she is in EastEnders um which is one of our very famous like soap operas um she's very young I think she's 19 or 20 and she loves dance she has always loved dance like her family are very into dancing so she will like you know dance around the house with her family and stuff like that but she's never properly danced um but she was very very excited to come on to Strictly and she's been consistently getting fairly high scores um she prefers Latin over ballroom I don't know how much of this is going to in depth I could talk about this for a long time just strictly in general before I actually get on to what we're talking about but basically she's been consistently getting fairly high scores she's been doing well the judges have given her comments and then the next week they've come back and said I can see you listen to my comments I can see you were changing things um and essentially what happens on Strictly is everyone dances on the Saturday night and then on the Sunday night you have a result show which is actually filmed the night before but they air it on the Sunday um and in the result show the two people who have the least votes have to dance again they have to do their routine again and then the judges will decide who can go through to next week and who will leave the show and go home so Maisie did a cha-cha and I can't remember what her scores were but I don't think they were like bad at all they had a few comments for her just constructive criticism and then the next night Maisie was in the dance-off. She was putting the dance-off against uh, Max, I think, Max and Diane. And she danced again. She improved a lot. She got a lot better. She took on all the judges' comments. Um, and she won the dance-off. She got to stay in the show for another week, which was great. By the way, I do love Maisie. I think she's a great dancer. It could be a bias that I have, but I also think that well, again, you'll see what I'm saying. And the next week, she does a salsa. I think it was a salsa. And it was very good. It had lots of lifts in it that were difficult. There was, like, one small mistake, but that was more on the fault of her professional partner, Gorka, than on her. He just, like, flipped her a bit hard in one of her lifts, and so she landed a bit heavy. But even the judges were like, I don't think that was you. Um, she got, like, high scores. They were like, it was, it was a good dance. Um, and then the next week, the next week, the next night comes back, she's in the dance-off again against Caroline. Um, and, you know, all these reports have been coming out that Maisie is gutted every time she gets put in the dance-off. Because the thing is, it doesn't matter how well you dance, 
you can have the top scores on the leaderboard, you can be ridiculously high up, and if the public decide that they don't want you through, you have to be in the dance-off. Which isn't, like, this week it was Jamie Lang and his partner Karen. Um, I don't know any of the part, like, I don't know any of the professionals' full names, which is why I'm not saying them, but it's Jamie and Karen as the pair. And similar thing, you know, they got really high scores in their dance, the judges really loved it, but ultimately they ended up in the dance-off because they didn't get the votes. So, you know, this is a clear thing from the public that they haven't liked Maisie for a couple of weeks and a lot of people were coming out and saying it's because she's too cocky. And this is going to put me in a little bit of hot water because I know that one of my friends kind of does agree with the fact that she's cocky. I don't think so. So this is why I'm kind of phrasing this as more of a let's consider this than this is what's happening because it might be the case that just because I like her and I think she's good at dancing and everything I'm I'm a little bit biased and I you know like I think she's just happy to be dancing and everything maybe I'm just seeing past things but I also think that it's worth noting and worth thinking about the fact that like a lot of people are saying it's because she's too cocky I don't see that in any way at all but I've seen a lot of people who are also kind of saying like she's not cocky maybe you just can't handle the fact that she's a young successful happy woman who's actually doing well for herself I don't think that really kind of stuck with me and it was interesting and it did just kind of make me think like is that what's happening And again, I'm not saying that is what's happening, but I'm saying it might be worth thinking about and just considering because if you think about it, like if, I guess this is the question I would pose to everyone. If you think that Maisie is overly cocky and that's why you don't like her and you don't want her on the show anymore, would you have the same attitude if it was a guy who was just very happy to be dancing? You know, a young man who has wanted to, wanted to be on the show forever and who was extremely happy to be there and who was giving it his all and dancing every week you know training for hours coming out to do the dance and just doing it well would you have the same opinion that he was cocky and if you would fair like that's fine if you think I don't know yeah I think it could just be a bit of an eye-opener I guess a bit of a and a, like is this why you're doing this because we've been trained to think you know we spoke about this in a previous episode we've kind of been trained to associate these more negative words like cocky with well maybe I wouldn't say women are cocky more than men but like you know whereas we would see a man doing this as like just successful and enjoying his time we might see her as being a bit more cocky I think it's just something to be mindful of maybe just assess when these feelings come up and just see what's going on with them I mean it's nothing that in depth really it's strictly come dancing it's just a fun show to watch on a Saturday night but I did think it was quite interesting um but yeah I think that's all of the news I have for this week happy December happy advent happy holidays um Hopefully I will be back with regular episodes at least for the next month. 
I will try and get some guests on because it's probably ridiculously boring just being me. I'm sorry it's just me a lot of the time. Um, I'm very excited to be back. If you have any kind of suggestions for episodes or anything you think is interesting or literally anything at all, feel free to message me. I am alone over the month of December and slightly into January, so I will be checking my phone a lot and I will be around to send messages and to talk to people if they want, so please feel free to message me. I hope you have a lovely, lovely week. Um, is there anything else to say? Oh, okay, yeah, so I guess I've mentioned it already, but if you don't follow the Instagram, please follow us on Instagram. It is at the average fempod if you have any kind of questions or concerns or queries or anything about the podcast you can always go and make a comment on our anchor for on our anchor profile um if you don't listen on apple podcasts but you do have an iphone i would still really 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 appreciate if you could go and leave a review on apple podcasts um and if you do listen on apple podcasts please also leave a review it'd be really really grateful I would be really, really grateful. Um, It's so lovely to see. Also, Spotify Next Wave has been coming out because it is the end of the year. Is it Next Wave? No, I think Next Wave is the podcasting I've signed up to. The wrapped thing, like the thing they come out with at the end of the year when you can see your top artists and everything. It is here. And I've had some people sending me that I've been their top podcast of 2020, which has been absolutely insane so please like you know let me know send me those it's so great to see I'm so 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 thankful I can't believe it like the fact that this is still 2020 is insane to me but yeah that's super exciting um if you listen on YouTube or if you just have a YouTube account please go and subscribe over there and make sure to like these videos it really does help just boost the algorithm a little bit and to spread these a little bit wider um if you have any other kind of questions that you don't want to comment anywhere else i guess our email is the average feminist podcast at gmail.com and i think that's kind of all the admin self-promoty things that i have to say so thank you so much for listening i will see you next week stay safe and enjoy post lockdown life but still socially distanced. Bye!